Warning, the podcast Bad Therapy is not given by real therapists. It's just two best friends telling life stories and giving mental health advice. Welcome to Bad Therapy, a podcast given by two roommates slash best friends giving really bad advice on mental health issues. Today's pilot episode, we're mainly going to be talking about peer pressure. I was really thinking about this last night when we came up with the episode idea that there's good types of peer pressure and bad types of peer pressure. Sometimes it's good to get out of your comfort zone. That's true, yeah. But you have to also learn how to say no. You know what I mean? There's a certain extent. Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah no, I definitely agree like, on that. Example, yesterday I was in the line at Chick-fil-A and I ordered 12 nugs and fries and I was thinking about getting something else. And the kid looked at me, he had braces, he, was, he had to be like 16. He was like, um, and you want a cookie? And I was like, yeah, give me a cookie. And then he just stood there with a little smile on his face. And I was like, this better be the best fucking cookie I've ever had in my life. I'm coming back. He just goes, it will be. And you know what? It was a good cookie. It was a good cookie. What are some examples of like bad peer pressure? When, when have you been badly peer pressured? I mean, I feel like this is it's, it's very general. I feel like it happens to everyone. Um, in the context of like substances, like drugs. You know I, don't, what I, mean? I don't. I disagree because when I, I mean, maybe now that I'm older and I, I've done all the drugs. But when I was younger, dude, I was never peer pressured to do drugs. My friends would be like, "Let's do this," and I'd be like, "Yeah, I'm down." Like every time, I'd be like, "Let's do this, let's do." Like I never like it was easy to peer pressure me then because I wasn't even being pressured. Yeah, I was just going along for the you ride. Just agree. But now that I'm older, I. If I'm not comfortable with the situation, I'm so good at saying no. And I've had people call me a flake. I've had people, like, try to guilt trip you. You know, like, yeah. ah, like, come on, I thought we were friends. Like, nah, man, like, cocaine's a big one. I don't like to be around it. We talk about this exactly, a lot. Exactly, yeah. That's, it's just very uncomfortable to be around, especially our age. I mean, we're doing very well for ourselves. I have friends that, like, do cocaine, but, like, when I'm around, they respect me enough to be, like, don't get that around Josh. And that's that's the best type of friends. Exactly, yeah. I definitely feel that. And there's friends that are like, they know, so they won't peer pressure you. But there's some friends who also know, and they'll still try to peer pressure you. Oh, bro, like one hit, or like one bump. Or like, yeah, 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 like, come on, just one. And what's bigger than, like, cocaine's like a, kind of an extreme one, because you don't get it every day, but drinking. You cannot say no to drink. I, I've tried, because I don't have a drinking problem, but when I drink, I drink a lot. And I've tried so many times. Where I'm like, I think I'm gonna go sober. And all the my a lot of our friends, it's always. But you don't have a problem. Why do you need to go sober? But you don't have a problem. Isn't that when you want to stop? Yeah. yeah you want to take a break? Yeah. You don't have the, don't stop when you have the problem. So, it's also kind of like, would you call? You know, when your friend has a problem, and you're trying to get them to stop. Would you call that a form of peer pressure? Like good peer pressure? That's yeah, that's definitely good peer pressure. I mean you're just looking out for them. Yeah. That's like you have the best interest for them. Which is just as hard on the other end of the thing to try to get friends to stop mm-hmm. substance abuse. And that comes around with how you said like there's good peer pressure and bad peer pressure. It's the interest that you have in them. Like, oh you're doing it to be funny or is it you're doing it to help them out? Yeah. yeah. I've, yeah, the, I feel like a lot of people just don't like to be alone either. 
so that I, I what I'm bad about like I do some peer pressuring. I don't do a lot of peer pressuring, but like whenever we're like shotgunning, dude. If there's a can, I want to shotgun it, and I want everyone else to shotgun it too. You are bad about that. I don't know because you peer pressure me to do that too. I I don't know why. I think it's like it's just to me it's the ultimate way to rally with the boys is to poke a hole in a can and fucking just flip it upside down. That's the fastest way. Yeah. Do. And I, I, I'm the, that's probably the where I'm worse. I, I don't think I've ever peer pressured anyone into doing drugs. There's a way to ask too. Like sometimes you don't know they smoke or drink or do cocaine. I don't know, but <laughs> sometimes people ask to be friendly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like with peer pressure, it's mainly. I feel like I've said that word a thousand times now. It's mainly when. It gets bad when they're trying to guilt you into it. They like they act like you're not their friend. Like <laughs> they're like no balls. <laughs> yeah, <bro. laughs> and then, like yeah. I I have a reason. Some of my coworkers, man. Every time they go out, they do coke. So I don't go out with them. And recently, they text me like one a.m., which I'm not going out at one a.m. anyway. Like you're not getting me out of bed at one a.m. to go anywhere. But they were like, you should come out. And I was like, nah, I'm not comfortable. Y'all always have this. But they are like, we don't have it this time. And I was like, yeah, but I'm, just, I'm not. And they were like, well, you always don't want to come out and hang out with us. I thought we were friends. And like, I don't need friends like that in yeah, my life. Yeah, you don't want to guilt trip them. Right? Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm a grown man. Like, I have my friends. I have you. I have friends that back home that, like, would never do that. You know what I mean? The, the, I think the biggest peer pressure we see in our society, though, to, is get people to go to the bar and drink. Get people to go to the bar and drink? Yeah, and go out. Like, come on, man, let's just go out. Come on. I feel like that's where I've been peer pressured the most. What about? For me? Yeah. I don't know. It's the same, probably. Just doing stupid shit. Yeah. <laughs> What's a funny peer pressure story you got? Uh, I haven't been peer pressured too much. Now you're in middle school and like to do something dumb. Some dumb shit. You're like, oh, probably nah, bro, I just I was always doing dumb yeah. shit. Like, I was always like, when I was a kid, you didn't really have to push me that hard to do something dumb. Yeah. Honestly, until I was like 20, 21, you just tell me to do it and I'll probably do it. That's how I've always, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for yeah, sure I'll do it. Whatever. <laughs> There's so many things that, like, I wish now that I, when I'm older, I could have gone back and be like, don't fucking do that you i mean i learned a lot a lot of people don't know how to say no either you know what i'm yeah. saying they just don't know how to say no it's very important word to to like have but a lot of people don't know how to say no i mean i'm one of them like yeah, yeah, i do yeah. a lot of favors for people but it's not like a peer pressure you binded yourself so much where you're like i don't want to do this but i have to yeah basically what's what's your funniest peer pressure story or your your one most time memorable one time in middle school, I had this, well, we were best friends at the time, and I would go over to his house a lot, and he had his own, like, neighborhood clique, so mm-hmm. it was, like, us two, and then, like, his two neighborhood friends, and, um, right by their neighborhood was a canal, there was this barrel, bro, metal barrel, and it's open, so, like, you can get in, and then, um, it was on top of the canal, and they would tell me, they told me, we well, all done it. Like, they've all gotten inside the barrel and they roll down. They're like, we've all done it. Now you got to do it. And I was like... What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and it was I mean it was pretty steep it was like a slope so yeah like, it wasn't just straight down but like there is no water in the, in the bottom so it was just like a dried up canal and um, I get into this barrel and it's metal as fuck so I'm like oh it's gonna protect me right no, I'm <laughs> I don't know if you ever seen a barrel like you touch a barrel, but they, yeah. it's thin. So like, you feel everything, bro. So I was on top, and there was three of them. No, yeah, it was three of them that pushed me down. And I was just going down, down, you hitting down. the metal. I was, uh... hit, I was hitting the metal, and there was like rocks, and it was bumpy, bro. And like I was like boom, 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 and I hit the bottom, bro. And then that shit hurted like bad. <laughs> it was bad. Like I woke up, like like it took the breath out of me, like. It knocked out the wind out of me. And I got up and I was like, Ugh. when you got out, when you got out, did you act her or did you kind of put on like, a, I'm fine? I literally crawled out. I, my I was out of breath. Yeah. <laughs> I crawled out and I was like, Ugh. and they all came down and I was like laying down. And I was like, and I can't breathe. But um, yep. and they ended up telling me that they've never done that. What? Yeah, dude, that's that's fucked, fuck, right? Yeah. yeah, but they're kids, and that sounds like some kid. We were, we were like. 13, 14, you should have made yeah. those motherfuckers do it. Oh, yeah, you should have been like, "Hey, it's your turn then." Yeah, that's bullying. It can't like <laughs> hardcore. That that's, did I get bullied? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's bullying. Uh, Fuck that guy. Yeah, did, did you did, were, did you end up being friends with that kid for a long time? Yeah, yeah, we we're still kind of friends. We kind of reconnected. Um, I was at the I did I don't live back home where I grew up. Mm-hmm. So um, one time I went back home and I went to the mall and he worked at one of the stores there. And um, we kind of just talked, got his information, make some music. Pretty cool guy. Yeah, but we're not as close as we were back then. I wish I had more stories of a young me being peer pressured. When I was a kid, man, I had older cousins, a lot of older guy cousins, and that like they would make me do stupid shit. But I thought I was just trying to impress them, and it wasn't a lot of pressure. Like I, I didn't feel like. But now that I'm older, is where I found that I've gotten peer pressured the most. It's and. It's harder to say no because people just like you learn who your friends are that yeah, way yeah, though. Yeah. When you say like nah man and they're like cool, yeah. They're like yeah, they respect it. You're like all right, but yeah. that friend that um that I grew up with, the first sex toy I've ever saw was in middle school. He asked me a couple of times. He's like, you want to see um, a dildo? Why the fuck did he have a dildo? <laughs> no, hold up. Let me get to the story. He said, you want to see a dildo? And I was like, nah, man, I don't, doesn't really interest me, you know? Yeah. He's like, come on, you want to see it? And I was like, nah, I'm good. And then he asked me again. And I was like, fine, dude, let's go, let's go see it. Where is it at? And he takes me to his mom's room. Bro. Hold up. Parents aren't home. We're just home alone. Why would you want to show your homies your mom's dildo? Takes me to his mom's room. That's where you get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Opens the drawer, the bottom drawer. Pulls out the socks from the very bottom to the corner. Pulls out this fucking 12 inch, bro. Just winging it around. This kid's weird. My face, Honestly, like, you should have lost contact <laughs> with this guy. And I was like, oh, bro, put this away. I don't want to see this anyway. I don't know why I agreed to it. Oh, yeah. fuck. <laughs> Yeah, that kid, dude. He, he not great. <laughs> he sounds like a real outstanding I citizen. Said no. <laughs> That's such a weird thing to do as a kid. Be like, hey, want to see this dildo? Like that. I never. If anyone asked me that, I don't think I. Yeah, good. Um, at first, that's what I had said, but you know. Yeah, I feel like peer pressure also happens to women. Oh, for sure. Oh, There's so many girls that I know that have just slept with dudes because they kept asking. 
and that which is so sad mm-hmm. like that should not be the case i know i have a lot of girlfriends who have basically been just over ass into sleeping like and, and that's they, on the guys. It breaks that's them down. Fuck. That's creepy as fuck. Yeah, and it happens a lot though. A lot of guys peer pressure women into doing shit like that. And I, mm. We gotta stop that. If you're listening to this and you're a guy and you do that shit, quit that yeah, shit. If she says no, then just, it's good. Don't just ever try away. again. Don't ever try again. Yeah, you're good. It's and, and Disney had the best rule ever when I was working there. And I believe this. It would say if, if you ask your coworkers out. Because in the workplace it happens too where guys harass girls. And girls harass guys. I've seen it both way around. Um, if they say no once, you can ask them on a date. It was a Disney's rule. But if they say no once, you just don't ask again. Which is a great rule. Yeah. That's just how it should be. Like, no. No means no. That is what it is. The other type I hate is when guys peer pressure girls to drink more. Oh, bro, I see that as a server. As when I've served and bartended throughout my life, I see it so much. It's my biggest thing. It's, and you know what happens the most? It's not couples that don't know each other. It's fucking husbands and wives. Husbands, really? dude, will be ordering their wives more drinks. And like, yeah, she wants another shot. Yeah, she wants another drink. It's the craziest thing I've ever seen. And you know, if it's a husband and wife, you know why he's doing it. He doesn't get fucking laid enough. So he's like, ah, oh, I'm getting laid tonight. And he's, so he's getting her drunk. It's fucking insane. Damn, I didn't even know that. I meant like for more like single people that are trying to like guys trying to see that girls. happens. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, take another shot. You want another shot? Let's take a shot. Just trying to get them drunk. I feel like I just, I feel like a, a girl can't out drink. I'm always out drinking. Right? <laughs> <laughs> there was one time I went on a date. Uh, it was a Bumble date recently in Austin, and um, the girl was drinking more and faster than me, and it bothered me. I was like, she was like, I'm a third, and I was like, halfway through my first. <laughs> And I was like, ah. Just slinging them. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And hers were like <clears throat> cocktails. I was drinking like a beer. And she's like cocktails. And eventually I was like, do I catch up? Like, yeah, what? You should have caught up. I, I did, I did, I did, I did. Uh, but like, I was, I was so confused. Like, it was a competition. That's something I feel like is a peer pressure from society as alcohol in general. Because, man, I want to go on a date where we don't drink. I, I haven't been on a date where I don't drink mm-hmm. at all in so long. So you gotta go on copy dates. Copy dates, you know. I'm trying to shit my pants at the co- <laughs> on the date. Get oat milk. Be right back. I do like that CBD coffee story we went to. I'm a big fan. Not just because it has CBD, because I don't actually... I've never had CBD really benefit me. But um, that, was a bad night. that lady was really nice. I was a really big fan of that. But alcohol is a pressure on our, that society has pushed on us, man. You, we gotta we got drink wherever we go. Like, go out to eat. Sometimes don't you feel like you have to order a drink? When I see one of my friends get one, I'm like, all right, I get one. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's <laughs> what I'm saying. I feel like every time we go out, and I, and I like a good drink, don't get me wrong, but I, I feel like I, alcohol pressure is just a thing that happens in our society in general. It's not bad to go out and have one drink. I mean, if you, if you get too excessive on it, like if you're going out for lunch and you get blacked out in lunch, I mean, then yeah, I, I feel you, but I also been like one beer, I feel like that's okay. I don't know, man. I Me personally, like I've tried, like there have been stints where I've been trying, I've tried to go sober and I, that's what I'll get. It's like, you're fine. You can drink wine. You can drink. I don't think I'm the type of person to do that though. You like wine? When I drink wine, I, I drink multiple. Like oh, I, really? I keep going. Every now and then, I'll, I don't know if I what to me. What's the point of fucking drinking just one? <laughs> like, 
So it's, it's a problem on my point. It, it's I'm one of those people that doesn't drink every day, but I, when I do drink, I can drink. I just drink a lot. I feel you. Yeah, like you, you just go too hard. Yeah, one for night, no reason. And then you just stop drinking for a couple of weeks or days. And then and you go pick hard it back again. Up. Yeah. <laughs> You just save yourself for that one day. There needs to be a word for that. Like, some type of alcoholic. I like that's how a lot of people are. Though. I don't know how people drink every day. Hangovers, man. So real. I, hangover is, like, one of the worst feelings ever. And Unless you puke and rally. Every time I puke and rally, I don't have a hangover the next day. Nah, bro. There's no way. <laughs> well, let me think of a time where you've puked and rally and woke up hungover. I haven't seen you hungover in a minute. Like, bad hungover. Who else is done with this one? <sighs> On the subject of sexual harassment peer pressure, it doesn't only happen to women. So I have a story that, like, I've told a few times, but, like, I... so let me go back. I didn't realize the situation that happened fucked me up. I always thought it was funny because when I told all my friends and my family even, I called my mom and dad the next day. They laughed. When I told my friends, they laughed. So I thought it was funny, but one day I was telling a story, I was telling the story and I hop and I was just having my head down and I was talking about it and I was like, haha, laughing. And I looked up and I was with a group of people from uh, friends because I was on my summer Disney thing. They, I looked up and everyone was just staring at me blank faced. They were like, that's messed up. I was like, yeah. And it, I, so what had happened is, so before my summer Disney trip, I did a Disney trip in 2017, uh, the college program. And everybody that kind of knows me knows that I've had this dream of like doing stand-up comedy. And my first attempt ever, I get out of work and I Uber to the the comedy store in um, Orlando. It was like downtown, or like I can't remember what it was called. Uh, and I I was like 20 minutes late for the mic, but I was sitting from the outside watching it on the inside, and. Our sidewalks, this older guy. Um, I've never even told the story to like the full truth. I, I lied at the end of it always. I didn't get, I didn't get fucked. Don't worry. But um, so this older guy wearing a suit. I was nineteen. I was twenty, and uh, the t show, the big show, was twenty one and up. But I wasn't there for that. I was there for the open mic. Well, the the guy asked me, he goes, "Do you want to go see the headliner?" I was like, yeah. He's like, I can get you in. So it turns out that guy was the headliner. I can't remember his name exactly. I know his nickname's like, because fuck this guy. I know it's uh, the, like the Raging Cajun. He has kid. In his act, he talks about having a wife and kids and everything. Well, he gets me in. He gets me in this little like VIP section of while he's doing his show. I'm like, I'm 20 years old, bro. I'm like, this is, this is awesome. Well, during Disney, I, I didn't smoke or drink or really do anything because you couldn't for Disney. You had to be sober. Did you get drug tested for that? Yeah, I got drug tested like the very first week. Um, but after he finished his show, he goes like, well, you want to smoke? And everyone who knows me knows that I, I love to smoke. And I, it's been months then. I'm like, yeah. So when I told you the other day about smoking from the potato, and you were the weirdest things I ever smoked from, he had a potato in his little bright green room. We smoked out there. And then he brought me around to this group where a bunch of other people were at, and they were smoking a blunt outside, bro, by the way. Downtown Orlando, just smoking a blunt outside. And we were hitting off that, and I'm pretty toasted. Yeah. And just he... Your tolerance level isn't the same at that point. Yeah, man. Like, I'm I'm a little out of my mind. And you know, I'm a little paranoid high almost. 
So he, but he asked me, he's like, I'm going to go back to the hotel and basically party is what he's telling me. Like, that's when I'm getting an idea in my head. Everyone that I talk to is like, no, of course he was trying to fuck you. But in my head, it's not what I thought. I'm young, man. I thought I was like having a good time. So we go back to this hotel. He goes, let me stop by my room first to change shoes or something. This is where it gets on. It's dark. There's a couch in the room. Sit on the couch. Fucking stupid hot. And he's like, man, you just need to lean back and relax. And relax. And well, long story short, like he tried fucking take it off my shoe. And I was like, nah, fuck that. And I was like, no, 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 no. I was like, I'm not into that. I'm not that. He goes, I'm telling you, but to be a better comedian, that's basically, basically he's telling me. To be a better comedian, you need to learn how to relax and just go with the flow. And I'm like, no, 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 no. No, I'm scared of this part. I'm high. I'm 120 pounds wrong. I'm fucking panicking. I'm like, he's going to beat my ass. Gonna ask. I'm like, you know what? I'm hungry. I want to go eat. And I, and I went straight to the door, opened the door, and there was like an IHOP across from it. And no shit. We, I'm still stoned, bro. I, I, but I needed to get in public in front of other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew that was the only way I would be able to leave, was to get to that place. And so we, we went to the restaurant, and then I was like, man, I could go Uber home. I didn't realize, I told everyone, I told you about it, I told all my friends and family about it, uh, some of my friends and family made jokes, they were like, ah, you let him on, da, da, da. but shit like that, that fucked me up, like, I still think about it to this day, just like, this dude with a family and kids, like, if you look it up, he has kids like our age, well, like, how many times has he done this one? Exactly. This, is, this wasn't the first time, and... Maybe I mean it, I gave gay vibes off, and that's what he thought it was going on that he was gonna get a hookup. It scared the fuck out of me. It, it it's something that like maybe not trust people, man. And it happens to to women and men alike so much. It's it's like a form of peer pressure. It's yeah, yeah, shit. It's like me the up. most fucked up way to peer pressure. Yeah, man. I really thought for years I was like I thought it was funny because everyone else was laughing at it, and I kind of like blocked it out a little bit in my head and i told the story one day i was sitting at this place to eat weirdly enough and i hop with a group of people from my next disney program uh they're from like new zealand and australia and all over and i was telling the story and i was kind of looking down while i was on the story and i looked up and everyone's faces were just blank dude they're like this is fucked and no one i i never talked about it in a fucked up way before you know everyone had just made fun because i'm a goofy guy like everyone was just like ah josh being josh doing josh things getting himself in josh situations but not it was not it was yeah was there a point where you thought it was funny no not not really i mean one when when someone i can't remember who said it one of our friends was like ah you let him on and i thought that was funny (laughs) (laughs) yeah um but uh What's what's scary most is not only did I think I was gonna get raped, I thought I was gonna get murdered. Like that, I was high, bro. Like I'm talking about like fucking stuff. It's like I thought this guy was gonna kill me. I I didn't have a lot of control over my body. Damn, that's wild. I almost got fucking Bill Cosby. And this dude's still performs. You know what's crazy? What fucked me up one day? And I, I have something else I'm talking about. So he's a he's a mid comedian. He's not famous. Doesn't have any specials, but he, he's he does it for a career. And one day I'm listening to a podcast, Two Bears, One Cave, with Tom Segura and Bert Kreischer. And they're just naming comedians and they bring up his name. And it was weird, bro. Oh, like, fuck that. Dude, I, I paused the podcast and I just sat in my car. I was in a parking lot and I just sat there and I was like. Well, that traumatizes you for sure. Yeah, I think it did. 
definitely. This is the first time I talked about it in years. It's really weird. You don't want to talk about that with your boys. Like, you know what I mean? Like, hey. That's something that we kind of have to, bro. Like, you probably had it bottled up for a while. I know. We feel a little, little relief a bit. Yeah. It, it still bothers me because, like, I don't even know what to do about the situation. I wish I wish his wife knew. I think that's something I kind of... I wish his wife knew. Because this, this has happened to other guys. Definitely. Yeah. And he's older, too. He's, like, uh, I would say 50s-ish. And so he probably can't even... He's a Southern. His name's The Raging Cajun. He's a Louisiana fucking comedian. He probably can't come out. You know what I mean? I was about to say, yeah, so he's, probably a, he's probably closeted. And maybe... I'd like to think... Cause he could... He could I, he didn't hurt me. He could have. So I'm not hating on him too much. He did put me in a very bad situation. It made me extremely uncomfortable. But maybe he thought something consensual was going on there. Definitely was not. But like maybe in his head it was that way. Now that I'm older, I can look at it like that. When you're younger, it just fucks with you, dude. Yeah, I thought I was going to die. And coming out like that is pretty hard, too. Especially in that situation. Yeah, kids in, in the South. You have kids. You have a wife. Like coming out, like in a situation like that, is pretty, pretty hard. But it's good to speak about it, dude. It's good to talk about times you've been uncomfortable, feel like you've been pressured. Even this is an even harder one. Even say it's a husband or wife or a boyfriend and girlfriend, and the girlfriend feels pressured or the boyfriend feels pressured for about a time. Communicate that with your partner. Definitely, yeah. If it's happened in the past, your partner's gonna feel bad most of the time, and they're and it, but it'll work things out. I feel like you're it. They'll be considerate enough to, like, stop, Hopefully, you know? yeah. Like, if it's happened before with your partner, communicate that with your partner. Like, hey, you made me uncomfortable here. Communication with your partner and when times you've been pressured and your friends when they pressure you to do things is so good. Being able to be like, hey, you all made me uncomfortable. And if they take it the wrong way, then you know that person's not meant to be in your life. Definitely. Because most of the time, if you didn't feel uncomfortable, it's because it wasn't for your best interest. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. If if, so, if someone made you feel uncomfortable, and I'm sure I've made friends of mine uncomfortable, like with shotgunning and different things throughout my life, and I would want them to communicate with that with me, and uh, for us to talk about it, because no one's perfect. We all do stupid shit, especially in the moment. Yeah. Come on, one more shot. One more shot. <laughs> Don't be a pussy. God, I hate that. <laughs> but yeah, I, I feel like a big part of peer pressure. To get to like change this whole thing is just communicating. And if people don't understand and aren't considerate of your feelings, then those people shouldn't be in your life. Mm-hmm. It's just sometimes you also grow apart. Like yeah, there was a time where you did you did do stupid shit or like you were peer pressured easily. You just but made. you just grow as a person, and they think you're the same person like but you were before. In college, remember our friend, I'm not going to name his name on here, he moved to Colorado, a friend, one of my fraternity brothers I was really close with. <laughs> Speaking of peer pressure, one time, I'll never forget it, man, and this is like right before I moved to Disney. Have you ever heard of the alcohol called absinthe? Yes. So is that where it's a green bottle? Um, yes. yes, it's it, it's yes, it, it's yes. supposed I've to have. I've hal- seen it. I've tasted it. I've it's awful. <laughs> it's, it's supposed horrible, to have yes. hallucinogenic <laughs> properties, though. The drunk is different. Like I don't yeah, know yeah, if you ever get drunk off absinthe, mm-hmm. so you're not supposed to drink a lot. Well, we had a friend in college. Man, this is gonna sound so fucked up, and I didn't even realize this was fucked up. I just thought it was funny when it happened. So, um, we get a bottle of absinthe, and we want to drink it one day. Well, he kept getting me to take shots of it, 
and I I drink like when we were in college, you know, I would just overdo everything. I'm, I would sit on a bad about drink like half the bottle, man. And I remember sitting on the couch, and things are weird. I feel like I'm gonna die. And I look at him, and I go, "Am I gonna die?" <laughs> and he was like, "This man looks at me straight up and goes, maybe." No. And I black out and wake up the next day. I throw up over his couch. So fuck you. <laughs> yeah, I was, but hey, this man would would get me to do insane things. And he's, he he made you drink it, or was it more voluntary? It, it was more though. He'd push it toward me, like have another one, oh, have okay. another one. And I was just so easy, dude. Yeah. I would, yeah. He, that man did peer pressure me. I forgot all about him. He peer pressured me to do a lot of. You wild think he's things. the most? He's the person that made you. Uh, like he's the person that peer pressured you the most 100% yeah. and I stopped hanging out with him and he got really he, he would call me all the time he'd be like I just don't get it he, he, uh, yeah we our, our friendship kind of drifted apart damn the person that peer pressured me the most was my older brother growing up just made me do a lot of stuff like a lot of things that I didn't even want to do but only because he was my older brother I feel like you need to word this better because it's starting to sound really bad like what do you mean things you didn't want to do like for example um, I hate wasps like your phobia or like the thing you hate is birds right yeah I hate wasps like I fucking hate wasps especially the red ones I fucking hate the red ones but Growing up outside, there was a wasp nest, and um, he told me to go knock it down. So you know, my little dumbass did, and he gave me a Tupperware cover, just to do it. It's like the size of a tortilla, like it's not that big, like size of your palm hand. It's just a circle, not that big, not a stick. So he, he tells me to do it. So I get up on a little stepping stool, a little ladder, and I, I hit it and I knock it off. But when I'm doing that, one of them lands in my hand. And it stings me. And bro, my hand got so fucking big for like three days, I couldn't use my hand. I couldn't even like... Is that where the phobia started or was the phobia before this? Oh, for this? sure, no. Oh. I, once, once I got attacked by these, horn, by these hornets, by these wasps, because mm-hmm. that's not the only one that like stung me, but that's the one that like hurt the most. Yeah, we have a nest on our patio and you haven't gone out in months. I sit out there every morning and drink coffee. I hate them. But that one, that, that one hurt the most. There was like two that stung me in the back, but that one hurt Ooh, me the most. Yeah. You got some like three wasps at a time? Mm-hmm. Bro, it's yeah. so fucked up. I knew it was horrible. I couldn't sleep on my back and I had to sleep on my stomach. What'd your brother do? You laugh? Yeah, he was staring in the corner. Like he was staring in the corner of the of the of the house. Like he was just looking by the corner while I was going up in the stepping stool and hitting this fucking wasp nesting. You had some. Stung. You had some balls when you were a kid, dude. You were that, or just you were dumb as fuck. Uh, yeah, I was dumb. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was gonna kill him with my uh, fucking tortilla Tupperware cover, and that's uh, he. He peer pressured me to do a lot of things like that. One time, um, we kind of got like in a little. A little scuffle, like we kind of fought, <clears throat> and he pushed me, and I landed on the bed. But like, when I landed, I landed on the on the corner of the bed, so my hand was sticking out, and my thumb kind of hit the bed first and kind of like jammed it. So my thumb was sprained from my right hand, and I could not move it like at all, like at all, at all. Like it was fucking hurting, bro. And I thought I broke it. I thought I broke my thumb for the longest time. And it was like three, four days that went by, and he was telling me not to tell my parents, like. Don't say anything, don't say anything. I couldn't even write, dude. 
Like, it was so bad I couldn't even ride in school. And I was in, what, third grade? So, like, for, like, three, four days, my hand was just big, swollen. And I had to hide it from my parents. How the fuck? And then it just came to a point where, like, I can't, dude. Like, I think it's broken. And I, t- I told my parents that I fell, and I didn't want to tell them. Like, I, I fucking yeah. covered for this kid. Well, for this kid, for my older brother. Yeah. And, um, turns out it was sprained. I had to get a cast. Ah, bro, that's so fucked up. Yeah. I mean, it's your older brother. I was probably bullied and peer pressured by my older cousins and guy, guys in my life, but, like, you don't, I think you don't, it happens so much, you don't even realize it, you know? Yeah. And now y'all have a pretty good relationship. Let me talk, yeah. We're, we talk. we're, we're close, <laughs> yeah. We're, we're pretty close. He doesn't peer pressure me to do anything anymore. So I think what we got from this pod is that uh, if you do feel like you're being peer pressured, just communicate with the other person. Yeah. Pull them aside. Be like, hey, man, I really don't want to do it. Like, I, re- I really don't feel comfortable. And then That's sometimes, it. I feel like I'm about to fuck this all up. This is why it's called bad therapy. There's <laughs> good peer pressure. There's sometimes where you need to get outside of your comfort zone. Do you want, you have like a little example sushi whole life didn't like sushi wouldn't get fucking near it i dated a girl a couple years ago she brought me out to eat sushi i love sushi now peer pressure dude peer pressure yeah she pressured me yeah 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 so the bottom line is is uh communicate yeah and this Definitely is communicate. Uh, like yeah it's it's the key thing not just with pressure but in other episodes we have It'll probably be the ongoing thing is communication, communication, communication. So, yeah, I think this is it for our first episode. I'm going to turn the thing off now.